Welcome everybody to Lead Her Talks. Rosario Lawrence here with you today along with my other two co-founders, Vanessa Montañez and Chantal Camarillo. And we bring uh, relevant information through our Leader Talk episodes just to empower, enrich our lives, and learn just a little bit more. And today I'm extremely excited because it's one of my favorite topics. It's around etiquette. And with the holidays just around the corner and a lot of us having a little bit more intimate, special gatherings as a result of the pandemic, we thought it would be a great topic of conversation. And maybe we could walk away with a little bit more of a know-how in our a little bit more confidence around the dinner table or just around life in general. So with that, you know, etiquette does go back to like the Millennium BC and whatnot. It seems so for a lot of people it may be antiquated, but I really think it's something so beautiful and that continues to evolve today, including with technology being so relevant in our life, uh, business changing, society changing, and now the pandemic. So with that, I know we have a special guest, and that's Jewel Martinez, and I'll give it to Vanessa to go ahead and introduce our wonderful guest. Thanks, Rosario. So we're excited today because we get to meet an expert. This is what she does professionally. She trains businesses, she trains individuals, brides-to-be, teenagers, every walk of life, how to be a little bit more confident with the proper tools for etiquette, the how-tos. So I have the pleasure of introducing Jules Martinez Hurst, She's a sought-after business and social etiquette expert and a co-author of The Power of Civility and the founder of Etiquette Consulting Incorporated. She's dedicated to empowering individuals with confidence and essential social grace. She conducts lectures, workshops, seminars, webinars, particularly now with the pandemic, for businesses, professionals, newly elected officials, college students, the youth, teens, and brides-to-be, and also husbands-to-be, too. Um, she's she's uh, regarded as the foremost authority in business etiquette. She's been interviewed and seen on several publications, television programs, such as NBC Nightly News, ABC World News Tonight, HGTV, one of my, my favorite channels, Bravo TV, MTV. That's interesting, the MTV mm -hmm. with the music background. <laughs> Good Morning America. KC, San Diego Tribune, the Chicago Tribune, the Smart Show, and several radio stations. She has a lot of affiliations and awards. In 2015, she was named both National Latina Influencers of Hispanic Lifestyles, congratulations, and also Lincoln Latina Leader for Lincoln Motor Cars. She was also the Cal she's also a member for the California Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. She's a board of director and a member for the Latina Golfers Association. This is where I met her through Asusena yes. and also the Association of Image Consulting. So she is really well regarded here in Southern California. So if you're looking for more information, please visit her website at jewelshurst.com. We will provide you her link once this is over. And she's also certified with a 2014 Latina Global Executive Leadership Program at USC, and also the 2015 Management Development for Entrepreneurs at UCLA Anderson uh, School of Management. So with that, we're really excited that you're here, Jules. And Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. We want to hear about your journey. What got you into etiquette? Were you like one of those really prim and proper schoolgirls from early? What got you into etiquette? We're, we're, we want to know. 
uh, well, you know, like a lot of Latino households, it was really strict. I'm the oldest, so everything was just like my brother and I are three years apart. So my parents were just really yeah, on top of us. Um, everything from when we were asked, like we would go to uh, with my mom to a friend's house and we were, and if we were asked if we were hungry or wanted me to drink and my mother would give us that look like, nope. Mm-mm. Or somebody would be growling. And we had to have a smile on our face. We had, you know, so it was, it was all of that first impression. And she would tell us to behave because if not, it would be, in a, you know, then they're going to think she's a bad mom or, you know, my dad was a bad dad, you know. Uh, but little, what, little did they know or did I know, she was teaching us manners. It's all she was doing, you know. She just, there just wasn't a label for it. We just thought they were being mean <laughs> or strict, you know, but it wasn't that. Uh, so fast forward at 19, I had my first child. Uh, at 21, I had my second child. I had a high school education and that was about it. But my first impressions and my mannerisms and all of that is what opened doors for me. So uh, I realized the importance of that. So I sent my daughters to an etiquette class and I started reading their books and started like really diving in and why you did some of the things and you know of that sorts so I just googled what it took to be an etiquette consultant I found a course that I you know there are actually courses out there that teach you how to be etiquette consultants and um and that was in 2006 and it and once I started teaching like this you know you know when you do something like this is what I meant to uh, meant to be doing that's exactly what happened to me so that was then and here I am now. That's fantastic. I know Rosario shared with us, um, she is like a guru of etiquette as well. And she did that for her son when he was going to high school, right, Rosario? Absolutely. I had him with Lisa Lutz out in Camarillo. Uh, she, you know, had saw this online and I, I've always been compelled and just love the stories that I hear and I just love the behavioral piece, right? And I thought, you know what? I am going to send him off to his etiquette class before high school. He's going to start looking at going to uh, dances and, you know, homecoming and, you know, prom. And I have to say it, it was really well worth it. And he's now a college sophomore. And I was just talking to him the other day and I said, you know what, I think we need a, another revisit of it. <laughs> you know, now you're, you're going into a different part of, you know, life, you're a different journey. And I think it's really going to be helpful. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, but yeah. Jules, I totally agree with you um, in terms of, you know, being the Latina and getting that little look, you know, where clearly it's it's all about manners. And so I know we probably can all relate. Um, but with that, you know, one of the things that just pops up in my mind immediately when I think of etiquette it's the whole place setting, right? Yeah. And the first thing that pops into my mind is, clearly the Julia Roberts moment, right? Yeah, and yeah. that that's one in particular. And for me, given, again, the pandemic, um, that just, it was very intimate. It was my, my, my two kids, my husband and myself, and we set the dinner table and I had my kids set up what would be a casual, right? Yeah, a casual yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it really brought back a lot of memories because that was something that was really near and dear to me um, in terms of setting that table every Sunday as mm-hmm. we gathered around the table with my, my father. My father was in the restaurant. He was a maitre d'. And so for him, it was more formal setup okay. versus casual. So what tips do you have? Um, I, I realize that they even have some of those play setting um, 
uh, layouts or whatnot, even on Amazon, right. can you can start teaching your kids incorporating that slowly but surely. But even as adults or kids, like what are some of the suggestions you have as we start kind of navigating through this whole etiquette and the play setting? So the play setting, so so many things happen at the dining table, right? So whenever I get a call and, and the question is, you know, I just don't know where to start or, you know, should it be dining? Should it be, you know, uh, just like social skills, like dining, always start with dining because that's something that you can, that you can learn, you can enforce and you can learn together as a family. So I'm glad that, you know, you, you, everybody can do it. You can set the table and it's just their habits, right? I mean, we, we, we eat every single day. We use utensils for the most part, you know, with every single meal. So it's something that you just need to get into a habit of doing and you're put, putting up the place settings and just remember fork is on the left. They both have four letters. So F-O-R-K-L-E-F-T. On the right is your knife, K-N-I-F-E. R-I-G-H-T, and also spoon, S-P-O-O-N. So that's one way to remember, you know, fork and knife or spoon, four and five. Uh, how you remember, which is your bread plate, which is your, you know, what side of your water glass is, just like the car, BMW. Uh, you know, on that picture, Vanessa, that you had, where the, uh, on the left is a B, in the middle is your meal for M, and then your waters or your drinks are on W, for, so that makes your BMW, just like that. And that's especially useful when we go to events and we're sitting at that table, right? And there's always somebody who takes the wrong water glass and no one's going to say, hey, you know, you took the wrong water glass, but no, you just politely know. tap them and say, can you give me back my <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, but, but, but then so one person takes the wrong one and then it just throws it off for the rest of the table and then somebody's without a water, you know, so you don't want to be that person. There's never a reason to be that person, especially now because of the pandemic. These are the things that you can practice at home. Have your kids at the table. Download, you know, I have diagrams on my, on my website as well. Um, so just download a diagram. They're all the same, you know, doesn't matter where you get it from. So, and start practicing because practice makes perfect. I love that. So BMW, yes. four letters four. or five, and that's going to indicate where it goes. That's yes. awesome tips. Thank you so yes. much, Jules. Thank You're you. welcome. I love that. And I'm giggling because I, I, it's part of what I love about reading these etiquette books, the ones that come a little short stories. I just sit mm -hmm. there and I laugh because I have done some of those things myself. <laughs> and I just think it's, it's hilarious. Sorry, um, old girl, you're giddy, girl. You're loving this. I can see it. You're glowing. <laughs> I love it. It's my entertainment. And it just, you know, just keeps things in perspective, how real we all are, right? But with that being said, are there any tips that you have around teachable moments for our children during the holidays? Uh, certain books, or you mentioned your website has a couple of things we can use as references to help us right. do this, but especially because the moment's going to be much more intimate, where it could be a time where uh, really meaningful for us as parents to have a teachable moment with them. Right. So, you know, one of the things that we, we want to remember, you know, the holidays is about giving, you know, so, you know, reiterate that. Um, whatever gifts they do get, let's go back to writing the thank you notes. We're, uh, you know, we're home. So all of these things, like, sitting at a dinner together, uh, sitting down and writing out thank you notes. We got so busy, you know, and, and I, I would hear this so often from moms after the classes. 
that they would have meals in their car from the drive-through on their way to practice or, you know, so now that we're on, you know, settled for a little bit, uh, now's the time to really hone in on those dining skills and go back to writing thank you notes, handwritten, you know, thank you notes. They don't have to be you know, novels. Thank you for X, Y, Z. You know, I really enjoyed it. I'm going, if it's monetary, I'm going to use it for X, Y, Z. Love, you know, look forward to seeing you hopefully sometime next year <laughs> in person, not on Zoom. That's all, you know, just little simple things like that. But the thank you notes will last them throughout because, you know, we know as adults, that's what we do, right? When we go on job interviews or you meet a prospect, you write some kind of great to meet you note. So, but if they learn that now, it won't be such a foreign concept to them when they're adults. I love it. I, I think that thank you note is such a beautiful touch, but a quick little question, a thank you text, text versus a note. And I know now we have the time, but from our, you know, from your uh, expertise, how do you see that evolving in today's technology-driven world? That is an excellent question because uh, I actually hear from some people that are more of a, they have the tech startup and they're younger. I don't want them sending me, you know, they want the tech. So always, always, always in etiquette, know who your audience is. If it's grandma, if she's somebody who is in technology and could appreciate them, you know, I still say for grandma, she deserves that extra touch. But, you know, again, if grandma is, you know, cool and doesn't, is not going to look at the, doesn't read her mail, but will read her text messages, then send it a text. So always, always, always know your audience. And that's where, you know, us as parents can help navigate whom gets a text. Uh, I would probably stick to email versus text. But again, it's the audience. And that's, that's the most important thing. But made, I would make sure to put in a couple of handwritten just so that they get the practice of it. That's great. And that's a great segue because now that we're living in the era of technology and we're living in a pandemic, using Zoom and other video outlets is the way to communicate. So what are the three tips or three major no-nos you should not be doing virtually on Zoom? For example, let's say chewing gum or eating food. Like, what are the tips that you recommend, Jules? Uh, so, so number one, always assume your, your camera is on. Even if you put, you know, there was that CNN reporter who was doing some things on the camera. <laughs> and, 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 but, you know, now he's labeled now, you know, and again, because, you know, you can't, should, should you have been doing, I mean, that's a whole different situation, but you should always assume that your camera and your mic is on. That's number one. Number two, I, I know that sometimes there's like ha virtual happy hours and you could be eating, but maybe have nibbles. Don't sit there chomping. You know, it doesn't look good and we don't want to hear it. You know, we, we don't want to hear all of that. So again, you know, just, just remember that perception is reality and whatever you put out there is somebody else's perception of you. And that's, that's what you're putting out there. And if that's how they perceive you and that's not what you want, well, that's what you put out. So, you know, always think, you know, think about that. So that would be um, number two and always dress for your audience. Again, back to that, know who your audience is. Dress appropriately for whatever, whomever you are speaking to. And I know, you know, I'm guilty of this as well. I look fantastic from here up, but from here down, I'll be wearing, you know, my yoga pants or when it was during the summer, I'd be wearing shorts. Um, 
but just make sure that you do not have to get up because if I ever had to well, get up and walk around in my shorts and I'm all, <laughs> that would have been a little embarrassing for me. So just, you know, keep those things in mind. I love that. So one of the other things we did want to ask before anything else is going to be what does being a leader mean to you? Excellent question. So I, you know, I, I actually read that and I saw and I started thinking about it. And I, to me, what came to first in my mind, lead her is lead by example, because you're leading her, you're leading, whether it be, you know, colleagues, whether it be a future, you know, future generations, you're leading. So be there to, uh, again, you know, lead by example. So make sure your actions, you know, and, and your words match. Uh, be there to answer questions, be there to be a resource, be there to be a confidant, be there to be a mentor for her, whomever her is. That, to me, that's what lead her means. Thank you so much, Jules, um, for sharing so much insight. Um, just, oh my goodness, I, I actually had a blast <laughs> and learned a lot and definitely have some amazing takeaways to share with my family. And I hope all of you do too, Leader Talk listeners for today. Um, Jules provided some amazing insight so that you can take, and take that information and replicate that within your home, within your four walls. Again, we're here to inspire other leaders. And so do that for us. But with that, please stay tuned for next week as we celebrate you know, some of the holiday traditions around the world. And so we hope to provide additional inspirational, um, you know, just behind the scenes traditions that you can start implementing or recognizing of those amazing cultures that um, we all share and love, right? And so thank you again for tuning in this week. And thanks again, Jules, for just the awesome insight. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Okay.